Welcome to episode 42 of the Truth and Dare podcast. Today we are talking about reflections and intentions, becoming our best, most badass selves in 2018. This episode is brought to you by the Truth and Dare book club, a limited time invitation to join a 12-month literary journey with us, Carly and Allie, where we'll be reading one book every month for all of 2018. If you're ready to commit to this new year, expand your mind, challenge your present belief system, cultivate a self-care practice, and connect with like-minded women from all over the world, then this book club was made for you. But one important disclaimer, the doors are closing in only two days. That's this Friday, December 29th at 1159 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To find out more and join the sisterhood, head on over to our website, truthanddaremovement.com. You can click the first image when the website loads and be redirected to our book club, learn everything page. And that's also where you can decide to join the sisterhood. And of course, before we get started, we want to share our review of the week. This week's review comes from Shayna Akins. She says, you won't regret listening. I never really stuck with any podcast until I found Truth and Dare. Absolutely love these ladies. They speak their truths, which ends up helping me face my truths that I would rather sweep under the rug. These ladies have inspired me to go out, purchase a journal, and just get it out. If you're looking to get inspired, shed some tears, and get some laughs in, listen to these women. Thank you so much, Shana, for sharing that review. Remember, if you want to have your review shared over the airwaves, and of course, support this community and spread our message, head on over to iTunes where you can do just that. Now let's get this episode started and talk about our reflections and intentions and becoming our best, most badass selves in 2018. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Hi, I'm Carly Talbot. And I'm Allie Van Fossen. Okay, welcome back to a super um, exciting episode and um, an episode that took a lot of thought, I would say. And before we dive into all of that, we are going to give you our slug in the honey. And this week's slug in the honey, I'm just going to go ahead and speak for both Allie and I. We just moved on to Alfie, the sailboat, and we are just in full on adjustment mode. So we are just learning how to live on a boat, everything from how to use the bathroom, showering, water, cooking, um, sleeping, cleaning, everything. Everything is new. Everything is different. And Ali and I have this ongoing saying between each other that nothing will ever be easy anymore. And while it has been challenging, it's also starting to feel homey and it's starting to feel exciting. And we're starting to kind of like, we're learning as we go, every single thing we do, we can we fuck up usually. And then we're like, oh, all right, well, lesson learned. So I think that we both are just sharing in this slug of adjusting to a completely new lifestyle. So well said. And uh, you covered all the bases for my slug and the honey too. 
Um, so about this episode, we recorded a really similar episode last year when we were first debuting the podcast, and it was about our 2017 goals and intentions. So we, of course, wanted to revisit that podcast episode, except this time it's a little bit different because after a year of creating and sharing ourselves and manifesting this huge goal to move to the Caribbean and live on a sailboat, and now that it's here and it's all in reality, we've definitely learned a thing or two. And I think the biggest thing we've learned is that to become your best, most badass self, you have to start with a plan or you have to have a foundation that leads the way. And this is exactly why we chose to create the Truth and Dare Book Club. Um, the book club is a way for Carly and I and each of you who choose to join us, it can act as a guiding light to pursue the things that we both love and that we need, like learning new concepts, breaking down barriers and false beliefs, making peace with your fears, um, sitting your ass down to meditate. Carly has that Carly's got that one done really well. I'm still learning over here. Uh, getting more comfortable with journaling and vulnerable with the thoughts that are inside your head and coming onto the pages. And then, of course, connecting with like-minded women who we call our sisters to support you and motivate you throughout that process of becoming your best, most badass self. And um, before the book club doors open and we begin this literary journey together, we want to take a moment and reflect on how we got here. And so today's episode, we'll be sharing our achievements from 2017, the lessons that we learned through those achievements, and our intentions for 2018. And as expected, we both have too much to share, so we've kind of dwindled the list down in the email today, we told you guys that we wrote down 30 of each. And I think each, both of us did write down a lot. But we would be here for like three hours if we read all that. And um, that's just not going to work. So we're going to give you the highlights from our list in hopes that it inspires you to sit down and do the same. So Carl, give me your most profound 2017 <laughs> achievement. <laughs> Oh, that's hard. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's a lot. Well, when you do something like this, I just want to say like at, at first, if anyone's thinking about doing this, we really recommend it. And at first you can, you're probably going to think like, I didn't do anything this last year. Like I always think that when I am forced to do something like this by Allie. She forces me to do these things, which I'm really thankful for. Otherwise I probably wouldn't. And when you really take the time to look back and reflect and think back month to month of how the year went by, it's a very introspective process. And it also gives you like a lot of self-love and um, gratitude and it makes you pretty proud for what you've accomplished. So even the mundane things can be pretty big. So um, if you're feeling like you haven't accomplished anything, give it a shot and see what comes up. But anyway, enough of that. So my first thing that I want to talk about is the fact that we started a podcast in 2017. And there's so many like small bullet points under starting Truth and Dare. Um, logistically, I built a website for the first time and now have built multiple. So that's a pretty cool skill set that I learned this year. Uh, I learned how to podcast. I, I yeah, period. Didn't know anything about it. 
I became, I blogged every single week on the Truth and Dare uh, website, which was a huge uh, motivation for me and also made me realize that I was a writer, but I can get into that a little more. Um, I grew together with Ali in a really deep way, not only as friends, but as business partners and just a shared respect for each other and um, our ability to work together as a team. And we launched a book club, which Ali just talked about um, a couple seconds ago. And that's a lot. That's a lot. And I think the most important thing that I've done with Truth and Dare is that I've shared vulnerably with other women and with other people more so than I ever have in my entire life. And not not that I wasn't a sharer, but just like sharing with the masses isn't something that I had ever done and wasn't something I ever thought I would be comfortable doing. And it has been incredibly healing for me. Um, so with that, with starting TAD, um, there's been a lot of lessons that have come my way. And I just want to touch on a few of them because with every accomplishment, you learn a lot. It's not only with the failures that you learn. I think you also learn with the achievements. So the first thing is that I kind of forced myself to get out of that complex that like, who am I to do this? I'm not enough. Like there's no space for me here. All of those little voices and fears that were kind of stopping me from ever doing anything like this before. Um, I basically just told them to shut up. I mean, they're still there and I still struggle with them every day, but I've learned how to kind of work with them. And Truth and Dare has given me a lot of confidence in that world. Um, so just overcoming, you know, that self-doubt, which is really awesome when you can get to that place. I'm still working on it though. Um, a few other things I've realized is that I am a writer. Um, I have a voice that needs to be heard and needs to be shared. And I think sometimes you can forget that it's important to share our stories, even if you think they don't matter, they do. Um, I've also, you know, taught, learned that entrepreneurship is really hard and it takes a lot of self-discipline, um, more than I ever thought I had and something that I could probably work on a little bit more, but I've worked really hard this year at getting good at that. And, um, a lot of other things, but mostly that, you know, working side by side with your friend is really an incredible experience and the power of teamwork, the power of sisterhood and how necessary it is that we continue to do this work. So it's been really special. And that's probably my biggest thing this year. Well, I shouldn't say that. I get to that. Go ahead, Ali. <laughs> I think she has, I'm sure she has another big one to share. But um, yeah. Of course, on my list, I have started the podcast, learned how to speak at a more in a more intelligent, impactful way, working with you, Carl. So I think I could reiterate many of the points you just said. So listeners, women, Tad Tribe, know that that's on my achievements list, but I won't reiterate everything that Carly just put so well. Um, so for me, I think one of my biggest achievements, which it doesn't even seem like it happened in 2017, but I launched my first program over in Journey Junkie Land. And because of that program and its success, I was able to quit my corporate job. I was able to reach an income that I thought I would never reach as a woman in marketing. Like I thought 
hitting six figures was unattainable. And I had these preconditioned beliefs around how much I could earn um, and what my potential and earning power was. So that was a big lesson that um, perseverance, commitment to your end goal, and really believing in yourself. And what Carly said, the self-discipline that goes into entrepreneurship, I think all of those facets were huge lessons for me in creating and sharing a piece of my heart and of, you know, my body, mind, and soul, which is what the program is all about. So that was, I think, if I look back, one of the biggest achievements that I was able to kind of step past that threshold of limiting beliefs, like who am I to put a price a price tag on my name? Who am I to share myself with the internet like this? Who am I to charge people for my services? And will I ever be able to leave this fucking cubicle? And in my wildest dreams, I never thought I would exceed six figures ever. Like I thought I would make maybe more like 70 grand tops in my whole life as a salary. And so those were all such huge learning lessons that this year I know in 2018, it will only propel me to make sure that me as an individual in Journey Junkie Land and Carly and I as business partners in Truth and Dareland, that we step up to the plate and we just, we don't let false beliefs and preconceived thoughts hold us back. And that if we have an idea, we just go for it. We work our asses off and we serve it up and we hope that people receive it in a really good way. And that's pretty much been what I've learned throughout the process, that if you work your butt off and you put intention behind it, people will receive it. And it's this beautiful feedback loop that we've talked about here before of everyone benefiting from the process. So that's definitely one of my biggest achievements and learning lessons. What else do you got for me, Carl? That's a good one. So inspiring. Um, my next one, which is why I said maybe truth, maybe I shouldn't say truth and dare is the best one because I also did get married. Sorry, babe, but um, no, I got I got married in 2017, and I also planned a wedding in five months, which I just feel really proud of. And all I want to say about that, I'm not going to go too crazy on this, but lessons learned are that. And Allie really helped me in my planning process. If anyone out there is planning a wedding or thinking about getting married, um, just remember, nobody cares about anything except for you. So you can plan, plan a wedding in a short amount of time. It does not have to be the most stressful thing you've ever done. It can be really exciting. Just make a decision and go for it. And literally no one gives a shit what your centerpieces look like, like what your decorations look like. No, nobody cares. Just have a great DJ and, you know, an open bar and good food. And, um, you know, getting married is special because you can feel like you're already married, but there's just that level of taking your relationship to a deeper place and um, really facing commitment and letting go of any fears that might surround that and just fully embracing the partnership that comes along with marriage. So I feel really lucky to have the partner that I have. Um, and I'm really, really excited to be together forever. And don't let wedding planning like ruin your relationship. It's not that it doesn't have to be that way. So that's another big part of my year. Following up, I think probably speaking for both of us, the sailboat 
conversation. And now we are recording our first podcast from the sailboat. It's pretty weird because we've been talking about this for two years. And it was this fictitious idea that really felt like it wasn't going to manifest into reality. And it's been all of these phases that we've worked through. Um, yeah, to get where we are right now, sitting on this couch in Alfie recording a podcast. So I think my biggest goal or, or achievement, not goal around Alfie is A, sticking to the goal. Like there were so many times where we weren't certain if it was going to happen, but just keeping it at the forefront of our minds and at the forefront of our decisions throughout 2017 is what got us to this place. Um, saving for Alfie, buying Alfie, shipping all of our shit here to a foreign country and to a foreign way of living. And then actually physically getting on the plane, all four of us flying here. And just like I said, all of the different phases that led us to now be able to sit down at this table in what is called our salon and record this episode for you guys. So what a huge learning lesson of having this really grandiose idea. Like who the fuck are you to buy a sailboat at 29 years old and quit your jobs and just go sail the world? Obviously, this is our job, but we mean like more our corporate full-time, whatever traditional, what everyone expects you to do jobs. Um, and so we're here and we made it. And the lesson learned from that whole process is number one, to trust the process. There were a lot of times Carly and I would call each other and we're like, mm, sailing's off. We're not going. There's just no way it's going to happen. And we were driving the men absolutely bonkers. Um, but just continuing to talk about it and keeping the idea alive really helps the manifestation process. And I think it, it also helps you get your roots stronger and stronger because as you get closer and closer to the actual moment of having to ship your belongings, buy the plane ticket, put in your two weeks, that is when like the really big fears and fraudy feelings start to arise and all your family members and friends start piping up because it's actually happening now. And um, like Carly spoke about two weeks ago on our podcast, job opportunities come out of nowhere, out of the woodwork, and they're job opportunities that were like your number one goal a few years ago. So I think by staying so rooted in what it is you want and the life that you want to lead and not letting all of the distractions and people's opinions and thoughts sway you from that central idea goal, it's going to help you get there. Um, so that was a huge learning lesson, just all of the different steps that led us to this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we were like months ago looking at photos of this boat online after we bought it and like saying to ourselves, this is where we're going to record our podcast. This is where we're going to be typing out blog posts. This is where we're going to be launching programs. And now we're here and we're doing it. So huge moment for me and I know for you and Mike as well. Definitely. What else you got? Um, one thing I want to say on that, that was so, so good and so true, is just that you can literally do whatever you want if you talk to people about it with confidence and like a knowing that you're going to do it right. And that will generally shut most people up, I found. And I think it's when you come from this place, even if your idea is like, I want to live in a hut on the moon or whatever. If you come at it from a really wishy-washy place, people don't believe the conviction behind it. So it's about being really strong and firm and in, in knowing and believing that your choice is the right choice, 
even if it's crazy. But anyway, moving on my goals. Um, my next big accomplishment, Ali, I know that we share this, is that we went meat-free for a year. Woo! Get it, girl. We just high-fived. So, yeah, I went meat-free for a year. And, you know, I spent the past year learning more about health food, health food, superfoods, food in general, <laughs> than I ever had in my entire life. And... In the midst of not eating meat, I think I became a really bomb vegan slash vegetarian chef. It's something that I love to do. I actually find cooking really relaxing. Um, I'm a professional at making bowls, as Ali will tell you. I've, generally, every meal I eat throughout the day is eaten out of a bowl. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know what that's about. And her spirit and her spirit food. So we all have spirit foods. Um, mine is a baked bean. Hers is a bowl. <laughs> it's really like a spirit object. <laughs> <laughs> I just belong in the bowls. They, anyway, I find them very good. But so, um, yeah, it's really, really satisfying to do that. And some things I learned from that is, you know, your body really is a temple and personally, and probably I can speak on Allie's behalf too, when we eat in alignment with what we truly want and what we truly desire, and not just as far as like we're not eating meat, but for the bigger picture of what we know it's doing for the environment and what we know it's doing for animals and what we know it's doing for our health, we feel like we're living our truth. And when we stray from that, we feel like frauds, honestly. It's so crazy how much of a big part of our lives what we eat has become, but it has a direct effect on our vitality, on our health, um, mentally too, um, as well as physically. And uh, I just think that becoming a vegetarian and also eating a lot of vegan options has made us really creative. Like you exercise that creative part of your brain when you're coming up with new meals and new ways to eat and how to keep things exciting and yummy, especially when you're cooking for men who are probably sick of eating out of bowls. <laughs> and I just want to say on the food thing, like your food does matter. And your food choices do matter. And where you get your food matters and um, where it's made matters and um, where you buy it matters. And I just think we're coming too far to remain ignorant to the truth of the food industry in America. And um, it's really, really important. And if it's something that you're thinking about exploring, please do because um, – it would be, it's really good. And if the collective could wake up to the importance of this, I know it's just something that's really, that we really care about. And um, it's amazing how one little choice of like not eating meat anymore can um, sort of wiggle its way into a lot of components of your life. So that's been a really awesome accomplishment. Yeah. And that was definitely listed in my achievements too. And I think one other thing I want to say on not eating meat for a year is that how what seems like is such a small decision is really creating such a large impact. Mm -hmm. If you're wondering how you can help the environment, how you can help other beings live a more peaceful life, um, becoming vegetarian or vegan is such a beautiful step in that direction because your decisions create this ripple effect outwards that you don't even understand how it affects other beings and this world that we live on. And I think it's so cool that 
committing to that one thing of not eating meat has so many other beautiful benefits that we don't even really understand. Mm-hmm. Like we get it, but we don't get it, you mm-hmm. know? But so, it's like <laughs> we're still on this topic, but it's like it feels so good. Like when I feel like, oh my God, the planet's a mess, politics are a mess, like people don't care. It's like every day that we make a plate, we're making a statement right? That we're like not going to conform, that we're not going to support companies that are hurting the environment, that we're not going to support um, like pumping animals with antibiotics and, you know, slaughterhouses. And so it's like, the, yeah, essentially totally get what you're saying. And mm-hmm. you make these small choices and you can't, one person can make a difference and we got to get rid of that mentality. I hate that mentality. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Gosh. Okay. Anyway, we got to cap Carly off because otherwise this <laughs> podcast episode will turn into our if you're looking for more about our diet, we have another episode and we'll link to it in the show notes yes, about why good. we chose to stop eating meat and kind of our journey with that. And I'm sure we could do an update in the future like because yeah. that was recorded quite some time ago. Um, a few other goals I'll list them off are I hiked the stairway to heaven in Oahu and that was a hike I wanted to do a year ago on my honeymoon, but I was just scared shitless. And uh, I did it with my husband and my mother-in-law, and it was like a 10-hour hike. And I was really scared at the beginning of it. But then once we got in it, I just felt so confident. And like every step I took felt rooted, even though we were like, I want to say 1,200 feet up with like sheer drop-offs on both sides on this ridge line, I felt so rooted. Um, so that was an awesome lesson right there. And uh, one other thing, I went to Kripalu with my mom for the first time, and I studied with Anadea Judith, who I call the chakra queen. And I think the lesson in going there was twofold. One, that Pursuing your education and continuing to learn is so vitally important, which is the underlying foundation of the Truth and Dare Book Club, is to continue expanding your mind and learning new concepts through books and finishing your books, um, most importantly. So going to Kripalu was a reminder that it's so important to continue learning and expanding. Um, but it was also a good reminder that the more we walk this path of living our truth and daring to change, I know a lot of our community members, especially in the book club sisterhood Facebook group, we're talking about how it can become lonely and how people don't get it and they don't understand. And it's really hard to connect with your family members. This was a reminder that if sometimes if you extend the olive branch and you invite someone in that you didn't think was capable of being in that environment, you're really surprised by what happens. And I had no idea what that training was about. And I've spoken about that before on this podcast, but I was so impressed with how my mom absorbed the experience and how she really made it her own. And that we both had these separate but collective experiences together and created this memory together. So I think the learning there was invite people in, even if you think that they're not capable of that type of conversation or experience, because you might be so surprised. Um throughout that process. Yeah. And then how are you doing? I got one more after this. You got another one to share? Actually, I have two more. Keep going. Carly just waved her hand at me. Uh, Another one is I celebrated a year of marriage. 
And uh, the lesson there is that being married is amazing, um, but you still have to wake up every day and choose your partner and choose to be in that relationship and choose to just work together and be there for one another. So that was a big achievement. And um, lastly, on the list for me, I uncovered a lot of where my personal, spiritual, mental, emotional work lies, which I've kind of already knew, but it was reaffirmed, which is in my second and fourth chakras. And then I also started physical therapy. So that was a big moment for me that I kind of went through all that and committed to it. But then the learning from it is that if you've got shit going on in your life and you've if you, you've sought out all this professional help, right? And you've gotten so many opinions and like remedies, but nothing is working. I think the ultimate underlying lesson for me is that I am my own healer and that I have to commit to it. I have to put the effort forth. It has to be consistent and um, I can heal myself. You know, I've got all the tools and now it just takes the, I'm in the action phase of doing it. And so that was a, a reaffirming lesson for me that whatever's going on, I have the power to heal and it lies with me and only me. And I can get all these tools and resources, but if I don't actually do the work, nothing's going to change. So um, that, yeah, that rounds out like some big moments for me of 2017. Yeah, I'm glad you ended on that because I had one more thing I was going to say. And um, I think this year, one of my biggest accomplishments was my ability to show compassion and love towards myself and something I'm still doing. Um, Because I I guess another big accomplishment was I got off of hormonal birth control this year for the whole year. And I know Allie did too. And, you know, I've struggled. Like, I didn't have a period for, like, four months. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about my hormonal issues, though. Um, still back and forth with my skin. You know, it's good and then it's bad. But usually um, I know why it's happening. Like, I'm breaking out right now, and I can definitely trace it back. But, you know, I think the point is that um, I spent this year, like, really – diving deep into loving myself through all of these challenges and healing, becoming my own healer. And I'm still on this journey and I'm still going to be learning. Like I'm so not the professional and I don't think I ever will be, but I just love what Ali said about becoming your own healer. And um, I've dived, I always, when I feel like I'm in a place of anxiety or stress, like things aren't going how I want to, I dive much deeper into my meditation practice. It's something I'm, you know, really proud of that I did. And I think another important thing is just to bring your, um, challenges to light, to the light, like anything I know that Ali and I go through, like whether it's hormonal issues or Ali's pain or, um, anything really we when you talk about it it takes it out of the darkness like if and it takes the shame away from it or and um so I think that's a big lesson that I learned and truth and dare has really helped me to do that to bring things to light and to share so if any of you are going through anything um physical mental really bringing it out and taking it out of hiding takes you out of hiding. And like, whether it's as simple as like, I can't get on my yoga mat or if it's deeper, you know, um, mental issues, talk, talk about them, talk about them to anyone. And, um, yeah, I just think I'm really proud of myself for being able to show myself love and compassion. And 
I know how powerful it is and it's something that I want to continue to do in the new year. And that's it. We're done with our achievements. Yeah, girl. So, um, (laughs) all right, we're going to segue into our intentions for 2018. So intentions are amazing. They are the stepping stones to the action phase. Um, But the action phase is so vitally important because I don't know how many times I've written down lists of goals and lists of goals and lists of goals and that I haven't acted on them um, for a plethora of reasons. I'm sure we all relate back to the same reasons why we don't actually follow through. So while it's amazing that we're going to share our intentions right now, um, the real beauty of it is bringing everything to light, like what Carly was just saying, like bringing it to the forefront, talking about it, creating it, sharing it. Um, goals are only as good as you make them, right? Mm-hmm. So again, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like be a broken record here, but that's why we created the Truth and Dare book club. I mean, it was kind of out of selfishness. Like Carly and I couldn't finish our damn books. And I suck at meditating and journaling. And uh, we just kind of combined the things that we wanted to work on in 2018 and to continue to do in every year moving forward and brought it into and made it into a community, into a sisterhood, into a program so that it's this guiding light as we move forward in our own lives and our own journeys. So um yeah, we're going to share our intentions, but know that they're only as good as you make them. And if you're looking for women to help you and support you, bring your intentions to life and move through the action phase with confidence and clarity and um, just all the beautiful benefits of being in a group of women who are on that same path, then we can't recommend enough that you come join us. Like step through the doorway, commit to your 2018 and come be a part of the first ever inaugural, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Truth and Dare Book Club. Yeah. So with that said, Carl, give me your goals, intentions for 2018. Mm-hmm. Just give them all to me. All right. So the first one is, I said this to Ali yesterday. I was like, okay, I'm going to say I want to survive on Alfie. And Ali's like, you should say thrive instead of survive. So which is so true. So I'm saying I want to survive and thrive on Alfie the sailboat. And what I mean by that is there's so much cool shit I want to do. Like I want to spearfish and free dive and make my own kombucha on the boat and learn how to sail. I guess that would be important. And um, I just want to finish up the year of 2018 still sailing on Alfie. So that's one thing I want to do. Another intention of mine is I want to – I want to grow truth and dare. I want to grow the community. Um, I have, we have an idea for some meditation packages that be, could be coming, something like that. Not really sure. Something like that though. Um, possibly hosting a retreat. Not possibly. Dot, dot, dot. We're hosting a retreat. We're hosting a retreat <laughs> next summer. And I want to host the most badass retreat that we can with confidence and love. And most importantly, with Truth and Dare, um, you know, there's a lot we want to do and create. But I also just want to make sure that all of the content comes from our hearts and our souls and that we continue to lead with a place of authenticity because I know that if we do that, um, just there's nothing that can stop us. So, yeah. That's number one. And I oh, also in Truth and Dare, another goal is I would like to just maybe get a little bit better at procrastinating. 
Is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to not procrastinate as much. Oh. Get better. It may sound like you want to get better at procrastinating. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I don't want to procrastinate as much as I do. Well, the sailing trip is going to force us to not because there's going to be moments where we're going to go without internet. And so we'll have to be prepared like weeks in advance versus recording shit like the week before. <laughs> On the fly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then a couple other things is just um, I want to make sure to continue to love myself through the year, which means deepening my meditation practice continuing to forgive myself and letting go of resentment and stored tension and energy that I know is built up in my body and just finding those pockets and letting them go and really working on release and um, focusing more on gratitude. You know, I think I'm always thinking about release and I'm not thinking about what I'm thankful for enough. So just deepening my gratitude muscle and continuing to listen to my body, continuing to move my body and honor my body. And just take care of myself. And lastly, more intimacy with my partner, more connection with my partner, and committing to growing my actual marriage as much as I commit to growing my marriage with Allie. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. I agree with that one. Um, all right. So a few ones that I want to share with you guys, you ladies, uh, learn how to sail. And operate Alfie confidently. Like, let's say Carl and Mike leave us and it's Myers and I. I want to know how to be a good, (laughs) I want to know how to be a good sailing partner. Um, a daily meditation practice since we've been on the boat, which has only been three days. I have meditated every day. Um, I also want to pursue again the 40 day mantra mala meditation. I'm going to call it challenge, ritual, tradition. I've tried it a handful of times. I have not persevered, so that's on my list. Uh, lead our first ever yoga meditation badass women retreat. Um, we are definitely having it because we put down a deposit, so there's no going back. We hope we hope you come. <laughs> we really hope you guys come. It's really going to be incredible, and the location is stunning. Um, also like Carly said with her relationship, I really want to create some type of ritual with Myers. I've heard some other people talk about it on podcasts where you do like an evening thing of sharing, you know, like what went well that day or what you want to work on. I don't know. I need to kind of brainstorm more on that, but some kind of ritual where we like get more deep together in that way. Um, Something else, I want to read 24 books this year, so two per month. Um, the ones, of course, that are included in the Truth and Dare Book Club, plus a few others that I've had my eye on. I would like to launch my second yoga program that I've worked really hard at creating and offer that to my community. Um, something else, and I saw Danielle Laporte uh, share in her goals for 2018 uh, up until now, like with her business, life has been about just growing the list, growing the list, getting more reach and more reach. And she said for this year, she wants to focus more on who's already on her list, who's already part of her community and how she can foster growth and change and evolution through those people who've already committed to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a really good lesson for both of us that while it's great to grow and expand and spread the message, it's also so important to remember the people who are already here and the people who've made the commitment to being part of your community 
And so by offering this next yoga program, that's the direction I'm taking is offering people more ways to change themselves through the practice of yoga. And I think that's the same lesson with us in Truth and Dare is how can we continue to create content that helps you live your truth and dare to change? Uh, lastly on the list for my intentions is to be really present for this experience that we're in. Um, I think it's really easy to do something super ballsy and out of the box like we're doing, but then not be present for the actual experience. The good thing is we can't like turn on the TV or scroll through social media, but you could still definitely just be like lost in a daze and not really get the most out of it, right? So I think for me, I really want to be present and um, look back on these years when we're older and we're reflecting on them and feel like we got everything we wanted out of it and that we were here for as much of it that we could be in every way, shape, and form, body, mind, and soul. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. Should we wrap this up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think – we did. We did our duty. We did our reflections. We did our goals. We did our intentions and our lessons learned. And it's such a fun process to look back on the year. And now that you've listened to us talk for 41 minutes about everything that we've gone through and hope to go through in the next year, we want to challenge you to sit down. Sit down with yourself. Go through this experience. Grab a journal. Grab a piece of paper and write out your achievements Uh, Write out lessons that you've learned through those achievements and your reflections, and then take some space to write out your goals and intentions. Do this as a free-flowing experiment. You don't need a number. Allie and I picked 30 because we were feeling ballsy, but you don't have to do that many, just whatever feels right to you. And once you're done, take a minute to read through what you wrote. And, um, you know, a couple of things here. Number one, be proud of yourself for what you've accomplished. Give yourself some love and hold some space for everything that you did for the last year. And then the second thing is note where you want to expand or change or um, learn or grow and take those things into the new year with a knowing of where you want to be and who you want to become. We really think that the best way that you can grow and become the version of yourself that you've always wanted to be is by joining us this year inside the Truth and Dare Book Club. Everything that Ali and I just talked about, self-care, communication, honesty, learning, reading, growing, connecting, is all happening inside of the book club. We basically took everything that we wanted to become our best selves and turned it into a 12-month experience through learning and through community that we're sharing with you guys as this once only limited time offer to join us to let this year be our best year ever. The years go by so fast. When Ali and I were reflecting on 2017, we were like, what? Holy crap. Let's not let that happen again. I mean, it's going to fly by, but let's make 2018 notable and memorable. And the way that you can do that is by joining us inside of the book club. Remember, um, the doors are closing this Friday at 11.59 Eastern Standard Time, and they might not reopen for another year, which is a really long time to miss out on this amazing experience. So if anything we said has heightened your interest, if you like what we're talking about, then click on our website over at truthanddaremovement.com slash, that's a forward slash book 
dash club and you can find out more and um yeah we hope to see you inside the book club we're so thankful that you're here happy new year and uh we'll catch you next week bye bye